look at this. We got another episode of Nopes and Nopes, gang. This is a good one. I'm kind of proud of this one. Hopefully, you guys feel the same way about it. But uh, for me, editing it and whatnot, I feel pretty good. It's our first episode where we look to the emails. We got some emails sent in. We are very excited to hear from you guys, the audience. And this is our first iteration of sharing it. In the beginning of the episode, I'll share the email kind of talk about who it's from after we read the initial prompt and then we kind of go from there and talk a, a lot about uh, our thoughts. This episode also is a lot about sphere of influence so I thought this would be a good one to go right after the most recent one where I got you know a little teary-eyed. By the way to all the people that reach out to me after listening to that episode you are much appreciated. It meant a lot. It made me feel very valid in my feelings and being able to share uh so i am just very thankful and uh, it's cool it's cool to see you know the kind of community we're starting to make so with all this being said please send us an emails give us some feedback we want to hear from you guys uh it can be anything seriously so and i think this is a good show of what uh, our emails can look like and what you might expect from us to respond to them so, without further ado, please enjoy the show. Well, welcome back, gang. We have an exciting update. We have gotten some emails, and we are very excited to receive some of these. Uh, we will try our best to chat about them and whatnot. Highland, do you think there's anything we need to preface before we get into the emails, what we would look for in the future, or just what we kind of want to do with the emails yeah i mean for me personally and i think you can add your own but like if i could get if i could get if i could get students like involved and, and students kind of saying hey highland this is what i'd like to know or, or this is like i'd be interested to know how you handled this in high school or, or what this experience was or whatever because i think for me that's the ultimate kind of reason of why i'm doing something like this is to kind of reach out to kids within the the middle school high school age group so, yeah, I would love me personally to get just some questions or, or maybe ha like sharing some stories or whatever, but from younger kids and just kind of asking for whatever they would like. But also just a sense of, for me, I really, the, the whole reason that I'm doing this and I think we're doing this together is because we would like to kind of create a community and we would like people to be involved and feel included and like to be inclusive and to be kind of like, Hey, we're all in this together. We're yeah. all trying to figure this out. We're all trying to like work on some ways to move better in the best or move forward in the best ways possible and let's help each other out. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'll speak for myself. I want, I do want younger generations to reach out, but I, I won't limit it to that. I want anyone to reach out. I'm only yeah. 25, not to say that I have a great idea of what's going on in my life. But I think what we are both willing to do is be very vulnerable and share a lot of our own experiences and talk about whether it be tough things we went through or amazing things. And I think that if that is something that can help people by sharing through the email, we would love for that to happen. But I think everyone has their own individual experience and we won't necessarily know what the right thing for you to do is, but we can most certainly tell you maybe what we would do in a certain situation or how we've dealt with things in the past. But 
we can never tell you how to live your own life. That's for you to decide. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I'm going to say that again and again, like, I don't, I don't have the answers for you personally, but yeah, I just, I just think like for the first time, I mean, the, the whole reason that I'm doing this is because I do, I am finally willing to, I've never, ever been willing to share my life before. Uh, I le- I'm, I'm very, very private. I do not, like I was talking to my family over Thanksgiving and they don't even know how I live. They've never seen my apartment. They have no idea like what, what I do here in Minneapolis or, or anything about me really. And that's my, that's my family, right? My friends, the same thing. Like they, very few of my friends have seen my apartment or mm-hmm. like realize how I live or, or like I'm, I'm definitely going to keep things yeah. private, but at the same time, I'm willing to, I'm willing to, and finally strong enough to share some things that I've always been ashamed of in the past and not been willing to, and like hidden very, very deeply. And at this point, it's like, hey, let's do it. Like, it's, it's not going to kill me to share it. And if it helps somebody, absolutely. I'm all about it. If, if I can do this and one person finds some sort of help or consolation or something that, that benefits their life in some way, wow, that's a huge win. Amazing. Well, speaking of sharing things, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read our first email. And this is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read it and then let you guys know who it's from after. But it says, hello, my question is one that comes up from uh, personal experience. It's been long drilled into my brain that at the end of the day, your parents are your parents and you must love and respect them. We are given life and from then on are required to be grateful for what we've been given, even though we really had no choice in the matter. In the past couple of years, I've noticed a large increase in adult children that have gone less or no contact with their parents my 35-year-old sister included. I struggle with this because I understand why she's done it. You want to keep your peace, and if you don't like someone in your life, you usually don't want to speak or hang out with them. I guess this gets tricky when those people around you are your mother and father. You can also get triggered by certain behavior, especially when it happens a l- when it happened a lot in childhood, and then it still happens till this day. And maybe while you want to move forward, your parents do not change as easily. But on the other hand, I watch my mother suffer and the rest of the family tiptoe around the topic. It feels like a stalemate. Is this a generational difference? A lack of taking responsibility on both parts? There's probably no real answer or solution, but it would be nice to hear others' thoughts. Sincerely, a middle child that has literally been put in the middle of this. Uh, Thank you, Keely, for sending over that email. And thank you for sharing. Yeah. um, Do you want to start or do you want me to kind of take a stab well first of all i just want to say thank you keely i mean that's that's really cool um like that's totally appropriate that that you're the first email and i, I appreciate it uh because that's there's a little bit of vulnerable vulnerability within that email so yeah that's a big deal so yeah just thanks a lot like that that means a lot actually that you are willing to kind of step outside and and share that so and I guess care what we have to say about it, which is, I mean, that's huge for us. That's that's really cool. But uh, it's a little bit overwhelming. It is for sure. Right? Like, <laughs> yikes! Uh oh, I better I better think about this answer. <laughs> say something good. Yeah, I, yeah, a little bit of pressure now for sure. Kind of starting off the gate, you know, I've had uh, not specific instances with my family, but I've had specific instances with um, negative spheres of influence, and as we've talked in the book. Uh, your original sphere of influence is your family. 
I have been kind of blessed or lucky, however you want to put it, with a very strong bond between my parents and my family. So this hasn't really ever been a problem for me specifically. But when I was in the situation of being in a negative sphere of influence, college experience, uh, it it really impacted me in a very detrimental way. And I think, as we've discovered, I'm still processing it. But I do think that for me personally, when I stepped away from someone that was negative, it it definitely helped me. Yeah. No, I think I think one uh, two things that are mentioned in the book and I think that are worth kind of reiterating is while your family is your first sphere of influence and you don't have any control over that and right. a lot of times it's unfortunate it, it's not the best situation but as you grow up as you mature as you kind of develop into your own person you definitely have the ability to pick and choose and those choices are probably one of the most important choices that you're going to make uh, who you surround yourself with is extremely extremely important and really influential like you can be the strongest person in the world or, or, or talented or whatever and if you surround yourself with the wrong people it turns out badly okay. so like really take some time and i think this is a really important question and really very valuable and, and appreciated because i think it's it's something that should be talked about and should be kind of very conscientious and and like something that people should spend some time and energy in kind of figuring out and also just kind of like looking like who is my sphere of influence presently and who would i like them to be but then two i think something really important is especially with family members and and people that may not be super positive in your life uh, but 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 for family members especially it's unfortunately, and again, these are just my thoughts. These are my opinions. These are not facts. These are not based on any sort of research or anything like that. But from my opinion, it is impossible to make somebody take responsibility, to make somebody do something, to make somebody more positive or apologize for something or anything like that. So just keep that in mind, right? Like when you're looking at whether you should continue this relationship or maybe less contact or, or no contact, just realize that in the end, you, you, you can't force family members or otherwise to be or do something that they don't want to be or do. So I think that's really important because it's like we can, we can want people to change all we want. We can, we can, we can, yeah. we can try to help people to change. We can try to, can, we can do everything, we, everything possible to, to make it happen. But in the end, it comes down to them. Yeah. So I think that's really, really an important point. Cause I think we, I think a lot of times we spend a lot of our time and energy wishing that people were different, but the reality is oftentimes they're not going to be. Yeah. I think a big thing is acceptance of people. Oh, man. Absolutely. And I'd like to hear kind of what your thoughts are on it Because, I mean, this specific person is kind of thrust into the middle of it. So it's even harder for them because they haven't chosen to go no contact. Yeah. But I think being surrounded by that sphere. I mean, this is a part of their sphere of influence and to some extent. 
I, I think acceptance can be something that can be beneficial, but I don't necessarily know what that might look like or not. Well, I mean, personally, I think, I think just an amazing aspect of kind of this podcast in general and just kind of talking with you in a general sense is I have realized that in, in writing this book, one of the most important things for me is to realize that we're all kind of messed up human beings, right? So when I talk about accepting the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, all of it, uh, it's really, really, that's coming from personal experience, right? That's coming from, like, I am one of the most messed up people that you'll ever meet. Uh, I, I've made huge mistakes. I have lived a life that I would probably not wish on anybody else. And I'm really thankful for it. But at the same time, it, it, it's it's taken me almost 50 years to get to the point where it's like, Highland, you're okay. Like I, like I can accept myself and I can not only accept myself, but kind of accept myself in a really positive way and kind of move forward in a way that's really healthy and happy and content and very positive. Like it's, it's taken me a long time to get to that point, but I finally feel that way about myself. But even more importantly, I realized everybody else is the exact same way. Right. And if I'm as messed up and I can still accept myself for who I am and, 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 and all the, the chaos and weirdness and everything that I am, I can also accept others for who they are. I've always had something of a little bit of a difficult relationship with my father because my dad is, I'm, I'm, I'm almost an exact replica of my dad. And I've looked at him and I'm like, ooh, I do not want to be that person and I'm becoming more and more that person every day. Like I look in the mirror and I'm like, Ooh, what the heck? There's my dad. (laughs) But I've gotten to the point where it's like, I don't agree with everything that he did or, or maybe didn't do or whatever, but I can accept my dad and I love my dad. And just over Thanksgiving, I I got to spend the day with him and it was awesome. Right. And it's, it's just a point where you're like, okay, like not a perfect human being, but he's my father and I can accept the the goodness the faults all of it and like that's an important aspect of my relationship with my dad but at the same time I think it's really important to kind of differentiate the fact of accepting others for all that they are right the good the bad the faults all of it but also accepting people for who they are but also making a very conscientious decision to allow them to be an influence on your life, right? Just because you accept someone for who they are and you say, okay, this is the person as I see them, as, as, as I understand them, doesn't mean that you necessarily need to allow them to be a part of your sphere of influence, right? No. Acceptance does not equal allowing or them to be a trust, part of it. trust, maybe? Yeah, I just, I just think like accepting yourself and others is an important is an important really important aspect but trusting allowing like willingly willingly letting people be a part of your life that's different there's a differentiation between the two yeah And and it really needs to be very thoughtful and very conscientious and very deliberate as to yeah. who you allow to be part of your your sphere of influence. And I definitely don't think that that is in any way something that's easy. 
defining your sphere of influence. I mean, if you come from a background where you got a lot of positive people in your life, it's probably pretty easy for you. But not everyone was kind of given, dealt that hand per se. So, I mean, for me, when I had to decide that my sphere of influence wasn't good for me, it was super emotional. And I decided to, I don't necessarily know if I accepted them, but I just was kind of like, I'm not going to associate myself with you. You guys are not helping me better my life, whatever it may be. Well, and I think the difficulty in this particular situation is if, like, there's there's guilt and shame involved as well, right? Like, Absolutely. When, when parents say, hey, you will be thankful for yeah. what I've given you and I brought you into this life and I raised you up and uh, that adds so many different layers, right? Yeah. And I think in that instance, it's really important to kind of look deeply within yourself and kind of say, okay, you know, I, I, I understand that they have given me a lot and I do owe them a certain amount of respect. But as an adult, as a grown individual, if they don't add positively to my life, if they, if my interactions with them cause me more negative consequences as, as to like advancing things or, or, or being better, then I need to make a decision. Yeah. as to what path I'm going to take. And it for sure will never be an easy one, but I think in one, just even evaluating your sphere of influence, you're already making a step in the right direction. I think a lot of people are not very conscious of who's around them mm. and the effect it has on them. Yeah. And I think if you're one, just trying to really evaluate that, I think you're already making huge steps in the right direction. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Just being aware of who's influencing you and, and, and how they're influencing you, I think is, uh, is vital and, and something that should be do something that should be done on a continuous basis, but is very easy to kind of like just put into the, to the background and not be yeah. too conscious of because we have so many other things. But I mean, like in this regard, like dealing with, with family specifically is one thing, but also like be aware uh, like social media and 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 what like it's not even only necessarily I think we've talked about this before but it's not only necessarily just just people or I mean like is like how is TikTok influencing you yeah how are other things influencing you and if it's negative yeah. do you need to cut TikTok out of your life yeah or like you know parties or hobbies yeah. that you do or you know for instance like if you're the type of person that always comes home and has a drink after work is that like that, that is an, uh, an influence of some sorts. Yeah. So being, being aware of that, I think is very, just very good. I, I am a big proponent of just being self-aware. I think maybe I'm so self-aware to a fault, <laughs> uh, where I overthink things, but just starting to have that kind of conversation with yourself, I think is, is huge and very important in just continuing trying to live a happy, healthy and successful life. Well, and I think when it comes to, and again, I, uh, like I, I always, I always stumble here a little bit because I don't have that experience, right? I, like I get along fairly well with my family and like we've, we've always been by no means, uh, like we have our dysfunctions and things like that, but overall like, like pretty, pretty healthy and, and yeah. a good relationship. But so I don't really know how to answer that in that regard, but I just think too, if you can like somebody that might know a little bit more about the situation might be able to give a little bit more yeah. advice, right? Like if you have, 
if you have nieces or nephews or cousins or you know sisters brothers whatever and you're like like maybe in this particular situation talk to your sister and see how that's working out for her yeah right like does does not like she she's less communication or no uh, communication it's it's less to to no communication okay. so i yeah. think i, mean, I see, think it's pretty much very bare minimum communication yeah. like just to see see how that works out in that situation for somebody that's more like intimate and more kind of involved in the situation themselves because i just i mean i'll mention this all the time but i i always feel a little bit hesitant to give specific advice because it's really important for me to for other for people to realize you are the professional in your life right like i know myself very well and like i kind of have to create my own solutions my own situations for myself but I don't know you, right? I don't know Rowan. I don't know Keely. I don't know uh, anyone specifically. And I think it would be a little bit hypocritical and a little bit maybe unethical to to say, oh, this is what you should do or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. So um, in that regard, like I, I, I definitely want to help people and I definitely want to be available and willing to to talk about things in a very real and, and beneficial way. But at the same time, I want to be a little bit cautious and a little bit yeah. kind of wary of what I'm saying and kind of how I'm saying it. Yeah. And I think that's something that I, in my own personal life, have just uh, really tried to do a better job of because I think I've, you know, I have, I have a little brother and we've talked a lot about certain things or he'll bring up things that he's struggling with in life. I'm only a year older, so it's not like I'm that much uh, wiser, but I, you know, I always try and like give him a solution and sometimes it's, it's good advice and it helps most of the time. It's just kind of met with silence and I'm like, all right, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, just for this space and this podcast, I think I'm trying to do just a better job of listening and not necessarily trying to tell people what to do. I think I'm very happy to share what's working for me and what's really ha- helped me recently and just in kind of like my transition through my life I think I went through like a, a really huge change at the age of 25 uh, and it's been kind of like world changing in my own perspective so I'm happy to share about that specifically but uh, you know I, I there's nobody that could ever tell me like oh this is what you should do Rowan and I think that is something that no one has tried and when I read your book I didn't get that feeling. It was more of like, here's what's worked for me. And that's, I think, kind of what the, I don't want to say service, but I think that's what we like to offer is just like well, ways I to think, think about things. I think for me, the problem with the world and, and people in general, I think people are more than willing to be like, oh yeah, of course, this, this is, is, what, you this is what you do and this yeah. is the solution and this is how you handle it. And especially like as we get older, like I think a, a lot of times uh, when I'm dealing with students, they want me to give them an answer and I'm more like in my head. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Like, I know this. Yeah. I know exactly what you should do. But I always want to be a little bit careful because like it, like, like it is up to you. Like you got to yeah. figure it out. But so I, yeah, I, I, I just think 
I think that as a as a population, as a like where we at, at in the world today, it's like, yeah, we're more than willing to say, well, yeah, of course, this is exactly how you do it. This is not necessarily an off topic, but something that I think is something I've struggled with. And not to say that this person specifically isn't struggling with it or at anyone from this specific case is struggling from it. But I think a lot of people like to talk about problems, right? And I think, I what is your That's opinion? therapy. That is therapy. I think it's absolutely important. But what I used to do is I would talk about problems to try and get people to help them solve it for me. And it wasn't taking responsibility. Not taking responsibility. For the problem. And so I think that's something that I've really tried to be like, hey, it, this is my problem. I need to figure <laughs> it out. And so it is very interesting, like, just being around kids my age and talking to people like a lot of people have a lot to say and I'm like, are you doing anything about it? Or are you just saying a lot of stuff about it? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, look, like, look, I, I look at, I mean, I watch YouTube. Like I don't, I, I, um, I look at social media, things like that. And it's like, geez. Yeah. A lot of people are saying a lot of things, but not creating a lot of good solutions. Yeah. And I've, you know, like I've seen other podcasts where, um, are you familiar with Reddit? What Red, what Reddit is? I know of Reddit. Yes. Okay. So there's a, there's like a, a thing where people will go on and a lot of people just post on Reddit, personal life experiences and whatnot. And then people will talk about it and not all podcasts do it, but I've seen other podcasts where they're like, Oh, this is what they should have done in this situation. And I'm like, what do you know? You have no idea. Especially if you're someone around my age, like I don't know what I'm doing in life. I'm trying to figure <laughs> it out. I don't either. Yeah. And so it's, it's just very interesting. But I think just one thing that's, I think really important uh, for me in people sharing stories is that one, you just sharing it is huge. Talking about it, getting it off your chest, letting someone know that it is a problem yeah, is huge. And we really welcome anyone to share anything that they've noticed or, or gone through. But I just think that that part of it is just huge for me. Just being able to share it is very well, impactful. Yeah. Yeah. So much, much appreciation. Absolutely. And also uh, it allows me to kind of share, like, I, like, I, I don't want to give you an answer, but I'm more than happy. Like if I have experienced something similar or, or have any sort of things that are similar in my own life, yeah. Like, I, like that's what, for me, that's the ultimate. Like, that, I, like I want to share some some experiences from my own life and kind of how I dealt with it or, or, you know, what the process was or whatever. And, like, if that helps others, that would be awesome. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, if people are, are willing and, and brave enough and, and want to send in things, yeah, I think that would be just incredible. And, and again, I mean, something like this is, really cool and, and and gives me a chance to kind of it gives me a chance to kind of to think about things because like in writing the book I only wrote from my context right like even yeah. in some of the episodes we've already mentioned like you've brought up things like where I'm like what no of course <laughs> I didn't I didn't think of that like that's not what I'm talking about and at, at all and so it, it really like it gives me a chance to kind of because I'm so much by myself and I'm so much inside my own head. Yeah. It's easy for me to just be like, of course, this is yeah, the yeah. way the world is. This yeah. is, and just like, I am more than happy to kind of be like, I'm the smartest person in the world. I have it all figured out. Like I have everything just down. 
And so when you are the only one you talk to, you're the smartest person yeah, in the world. <laughs> absolutely. I'm totally, I've totally convinced myself. I'm like, I got this. I got every answer. Like, but so yeah, I just, it's really a cool experience even yeah. talking to you or, or, or having others uh, contribute. It gives me a chance to step outside of myself and, and kind of put me in check and be, begin to realize that the concepts that I've come up with, I think are good, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's a lot of other situations that come into play and that I should think about. Yeah. So, and I, yeah, I think, yeah, I can't, I can't agree with that enough. And I think, you know, I've never really had issues with my family. I mean, I've had some issues in the past for sure, but nothing to the point where there's no communication or anything like that. It's yeah. usually usually talked about. So just to hear from other people and hear stuff like this, it it just makes me be very self-aware and not take things for granted. And I think that that is something that is is beneficial in the sense that, you know, you can always think the grass is greener, but be thankful for the life that you have and the people oh, around man. you except the life that you have except the people that you have around you well and work to create the life yeah right like in this situation work to create the situation that's best for you Wh- whatever that might be if it is having less communication or maybe it's having different types of communication or yeah explaining your needs or whatever it may be right like spend some time figure out what's best for you and then work to create that life that is the best for you and hopefully that translates to what's best for others as well but if it doesn't then then reconsider the situation and and reevaluate and move forward in that way but yeah like i think like one of the most important things is life is work right it never ends you are you are constantly, constantly needing to strive to create the life that you want. And sometimes you're going to succeed. And I'm sorry to say it, but a lot of times you're going to fail. At least yeah. I fail. I fail constantly. So, yeah, with that in mind, just just like remember, it is a constant struggle. And, and but in the in the same regard, though, it's a struggle worthwhile. It's it's Absolutely. something that is worthwhile and will pay off. And if you do it in a way that's beneficial to you, it will pay huge dividends. Yeah, I think that's something that I've started to realize. So I've, you know, I I wasn't, I was never really on my own. I had always lived with people. Um, Up until I was 25, I was in a long-term relationship and I lived with them outside of college and whatnot. And now that I'm on my own, I can't help but think every time I'm going to do something or like make a life decision, I'm like, this is going to (laughs) suck and it's going to take a long time. But I... Or not necessarily it's going to suck. It's going to just be hard work. It's work, yeah. And uh, I think that's something that is I've just realized. It's so unfortunate. You wish it could just be like an easy, quick turnaround. But I think anything that's impactful, you really have to work at it. 100%. If it's going to be impactful, it won't be easy. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you, yeah, if, if it is going to like be impactful in your life, you are going to have to earn it. Yeah. There's no way around it. Right. If you want to be a, a, a sports star, if you want to write a book, if you want to have a podcast, if you whatever it is, it takes work. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way around that. Can you give a specific example of you cutting out a negative sphere of influence? Do you have any at top of mind that you wouldn't mind uh, sharing? I mean, there are, of course, breakups, things like that. Like, yeah. uh, it's, you know, no matter 
Um, sometimes you want to, sometimes you don't, sometimes it's forced, sometimes it's not. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody has uh, gone through that process, but I don't know if it's always conscious or, 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 or thoughtful. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. I mean, a lot of the, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that have had rough relationships or toxic relationships or toxic partners, however you want to phrase it. And it's just amazing at how it's, I mean, maybe it's because they're not self-aware or they're used to it or it's too hard to change or they don't want it to. Or all of the above. Yeah. I mean, that's usually, those are just all the reasons. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's it's one, I mean, I can, you know, it will eventually get into relationships and I'll have a whole episode about <laughs> my situation that I'm happy to share once I figure out whatever that is. But I do think that, for this person specifically to realize that what's happening is not necessarily a, a positive thing, that they're aware of it is the first step. And I guess I'll, I'll phrase this over to you. Do you think it's important to make others aware of what they're going through is negative? Like if you see someone in a negative sphere of influence, do you find that you sh I mean, again, you can't make anyone do anything, but do you feel that you have an obligation to, look out for them if you care about them oh man why do you ask me all these really yes i got them <laughs> tough questions i yeah that's a really good question i well because i mean there are a lot of there are a lot of specific instances that come up in everyday media whether it be like oh you see your you have a best friend you see his girlfriend cheat on the best friend yeah. and you're like, do I say anything? Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. You see all those themes a lot. And I think those are just kind of like really blown up and those are very specific instances. But if you notice that someone is around multiple people or this sphere of influence and it's like, Hey man, this is not, uh, not necessarily positive. Or you see that it's having a negative effect on them. Cause like you did say, as we started this, you know yourself the best. So like, you'll know whether or not, it is positive, I guess. Well, I do, uh, like I did, I did think of an answer. I was just going to be like, ah, no, I can't. It's, it's individualized. But I do, like when I am in the schools, I do talk to kids very much about being conscientious about their friends and how big an impact their friends actually have, especially at the middle school, high school level, yeah. um, college level, right? It's like, it's a huge, like, it's the influence. So, Yeah. Like if I, I, I have specifically pointed out to kids, hey, these kids are not the best for you. These kids might be a better choice for you. But I, it's not like, hey, go hang out with these kids. It yeah. is just just a, a notice and just a suggestion and just being like, hey, this is this is something that you should, should consider. And I leave it at that. Yeah. But yeah, that's a great question though. I mean, uh, like especially with my nieces and nephews, all the time I want to tell them what to do because you care about them, right? Yeah. And you worry about them or, or kids that I care about. I mean, I can easily say the kids that I work with in the school, like I love those kids, absolutely. Can and, I can I interrupt you real yes, quick? Please. So it's so funny, and I'm I, sorry, I don't like to interrupt you, but this is just making me think. So 
me personally in my life, I am going through a lot in the sense of like, I don't know what's going on. I don't got a lot of money in my bank account, et cetera, et cetera. And I would talk to my parents about it and I could tell that they just want to tell me what to do. But they're like, you'll figure it out. <laughs> and it's like, I think it is very supportive. I, it's nice. And I don't think that someone should tell me what to do. And even them telling me I'll figure it out has kind of given me the strength to figure it out. Like when I came back, I was worried I was going to like drop the ball and I've been applying to jobs and doing all this stuff and working on the podcast. And I've been, I've been putting in the work, but it is funny just to see how people, I can just tell that they want to be like, just go do this. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. But they're like, nah, I'll just kind of quietly listen. Man, as you kind of go through your life, like remember this moment and just, (laughs) just, just remember how hard it was for people not to tell you what to do. Because as, as an adult all the time, I just, just kind of sit a kid down and just be like, dude, just do this, 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 you'll be fine. Um, but that's not the way to do it. But I do think that if you try and do that, you, I do, I did. The person is not going to become the person that they want. Yeah, exactly. You're going to force them to become something that you want for them. Yep. And they're going to hate it and fight against it and rebel. Yeah. And I think that you got to let people make their own mistakes on those swords, you know, whatever it may be. Which is so, it's so tough because I've had certain instances where I have also heard, you know, specific uh, people. Like, for instance, so like I, I don't necessarily think that I know a lot about relationships, but I've, I had been in a very long relationship and I know how to respect or show respect in a relationship and Mm. show that I can be a good partner. Mm. And I will hear about certain instances with like girls dating this guy or and especially like uh, for instance, I'll take it out of context. I I had a certain situation with this specific person where I someone was sharing information about the people that she was dating, and these guys were in no way gentlemen, not mm. treating her well yeah. in any way. And it's so tough because this person that was was uh, someone was sharing this with me that they were speaking about is such a sweet individual. And it's so tough to hear about the people that they're surrounding themselves with because they're so negative. Yeah. You know, it's, it's some girl who's just being taken advantage of. Yeah. And it's like, it's so unfortunate to hear. And it's like, I would love to just be like, Hey, these are not good guys. Like don't date them. Yeah. But at the same time I have to like stop and be like, I mean, what do I know? Like, she's got to figure out her own life like she has to take responsibility for the actions that she makes and the consequences that come with them oh man but it is like it's that that's that hard thing of like you know i really do enjoy reading this book and trying to live my own life and take responsibility and all that stuff but it is also hard to see others and see them not doing it and you're like i wish i could just be interacted with some way and not to say like i've got it figured out i for sure don't but well, I got to say, one of the things that I appreciate, uh, like as I've gotten older, one of the things that I appreciate the most by far about my mom and dad and the way that they raised me is they allowed me to make a lot of mistakes. I mean, huge mistakes. Like I I, mean, I never graduated high school. I just caused all sorts of chaos, like just 
huge mistakes again and again and again. And looking back now, I'm like, oh my God, how the heck did my mom <laughs> and my dad survive me? Because, I mean, there's no way that I didn't cause them huge amounts of yeah. panic and anxiety and stress. And But yeah, they just, they allowed it and they supported it. And uh, I would not be the person that I am today without making those mistakes. So yeah, that's just, that's that I could not be more appreciative of that. Yeah. So I guess my question that I had asked, it, it I guess the answer is a toss up on whether or not you need to tell people. I mean, you well, like mentioned that, that in s- certain specific cases, you think it's important, especially that, for younger. Yeah. Younger I mean, that, that specific, that specific age group, like 15 to 18, 19, 20 years old, I think is, a really chaotic and just really, really tough time. And I think you can be a really positive influence on kids at that at that point. Like that's the reason that I do the things that I do. But yeah, I think as adult as an adult you need to be very kind of conscientious about the influence that you have and yeah. just like I think maybe more than telling them what to do is maybe m- role model like i try to speak less mm-hmm. like be be more aware of my actions as opposed to yeah. what words that i say because i guarantee you like kids at any age are watching everything you're doing mm-hmm. like they are paying attention to everything like more than you want them to be looking at um yeah. and so i think that's maybe more influential and, that, and that's something that's more beneficial is just being a positive role model Um, And I think, too, a lot of times it's easy to say things and we don't actually do them. And that's really detrimental for for, especially for kids. I have been the king of that. I've been like, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff. We could have a contest. Yeah. None of it ever, uh, ever occurs. So I've now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, Rowan, you're not allowed to say you're going to do anything. You have to do it. And then be like, oh, I did that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. All the time. Ah, yeah, I'm really good at that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great when you're your own cheerleader. You're like, oh, I'm gonna get this figured out. We got it. We got yeah. it in the bag. So, all right. Well, I think uh, I think that's a good conclusion to this episode. Again, uh, thank you to Keely for sharing uh, your story and your email. For anyone in the future that uh, is inspired to share or kind of reach out to us, please do. Again. We are not here to specifically give you advice or tell you what to do, but we are more than happy to share our own personal feelings on what we've done in our life and how we might do something, if that makes sense. Well, how, we, how we've handled it or, or in the past or maybe how we might handle it yeah. like with the knowledge that we have now. Or Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to send an email, the email is nopeopepod at gmail.com. So that's N-O-P-E. O-P-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Alrighty, gang. Thanks, and we'll see you in the next one.